Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Weekly Update, Brandify's podcast where we focus on recent changes and updates in the local search space in order to help you prepare for the week ahead. I'm Dustin Hayes, Director of Marketing at Brandify, and I'm joined by my co-host, Damian Rawlson, Brandify's VP of Market Developments and Strategic Partnerships. Thanks for joining us today. Now let's jump into your weekly update. Hello. In our first item for this week, we have an updated report on zero-click search from Rand Fishkin of SparkToro. You may recall that back in 2019, Fishkin uh, made a lot of noise in the SEO industry by uh, issuing a report claiming that just over 50% of searches on Google ended without a click to a website. This really coined the uh, the term, helped to coin the term zero-click search, which Fishkin attributed to Google's ability to serve up answers directly in search results, making it unnecessary to visit a website to get more information. So he has now issued an updated study, which finds that in the course of the year 2020, from January to December, 64.82% of searches ended without a click to another website. Now, this does not include clicking on Google features, such as clicking to call a business in a local search result, for example. This is just about clicks to other websites, what Google calls the open web. Uh, this finding is based on data from similar web this time around, uh, which comprises over 5 trillion global Google searches. Uh, mobile searches are much more likely to be zero-click searches at a rate of 77.22% as compared to desktop searches, which were zero-click f- a little over 46% of the time. So uh, just as it did the first time around, uh, Fishkin's updated study uh, created a lot of commotion, a lot of discussion on Twitter. And in fact, two days after Fishkin's study appeared on March 22nd, Google's Danny Sullivan posted a response on the Google blog Uh, suggesting that Fishkin's claims are misleading in some ways, pointing out that many people search for multiple terms, for example, before finding the result that they're looking for. And these initial uh, searches should not be counted as zero clicks since eventually they do result in a click. Um, That many people are finding useful answers in search results without needing to click through, and that's not a bad thing. Um, And also that people are doing things like connecting with local businesses after looking up information within Google like hours of operation, so it may not literally be a click. Uh, but it is a conversion. Uh, Sullivan also pointed out that the traffic Google sends to other websites increases every year. So even if there are more instances of not clicking through to a website, overall, the the growth in those clicks is um, continuing uh, to increase uh, year over year. So uh, lots to dig into in Fishkin's uh, report, um, which is linked from the uh, from this week's Monday memo on the Brandify blog if you would like to learn more as well as um, links to read a little bit more of the controversy generated by this report. Joy Hawkins has a post on the Local U blog suggesting that some businesses may want to think twice about enabling the messaging feature in GMB. Based on information provided by Sherry Bonelli, Hawkins notes users who message a business may be invited to connect with its nearby competitors. For some searches on mobile, where the resulting business listings display request a quote, after the user sends the selected message, 
he or she is prompted to also connect with two or three businesses offering the same services. Benelli and Hawkins observed this behavior in a few categories including marketing, landscaping, and insurance, though only on mobile and not for every search. Still, the danger of losing out to a competitor may make some businesses reconsider whether or not to use messaging. Next, we have a post on Twitter from Tom Waddington the other day, which shows a screenshot of a possible possible new Google feature uh, that allows users to vote a review either helpful or not helpful by clicking one of two buttons. One of them has a thumbs up icon and the other has a thumbs down. Now, you may have seen that reviews uh, today already have a, a simple or thumbs up icon that appears at the bottom left underneath each review. Uh, and when those are clicked on, you'll see the count of how many people have given that review a thumbs up. So this looks like an expansion of that feature where you can now not only approve of a review, but also disapprove of it. Um, you've seen things like this on Reddit and elsewhere. So uh, I can't replicate the feature myself. Other people responding on Twitter also could not. So it may be a gradual rollout or a beta or an experiment. Uh, as usual with Google, we're going to have to wait and see. But if it is a new feature, then it's certainly something that will have some level of impact on the way people assess reviews. And certainly, um, it, uh, you know, we would like to be able to report on it for our clients who are monitoring reviews at some point in the future as well. If it does catch on, uh, of course, too early to tell um, at this stage. Christopher Jones has an article on Search Engine Journal covering four areas whereby search was impacted by COVID-19. These include an increase in searches for pandemic-related topics or topics that staying at home made popular, such as hobbies, music, and fitness, an increase in local searches as consumers seek to support businesses impacted by the pandemic, and search for needed products and services, an increase in shopping with 28% more consumers shopping online on a weekly basis than before the pandemic, and a renewed business focus on evergreen content as users with more free time turn to the internet to conduct research of all kinds. Jones also notes that SEO itself is gaining popularity amongst the general public, with more people recognizing the need to connect effectively with consumers and users of all online kinds. Next, we have some news of a bug that at least briefly brought address verification to a halt uh, within Google My Business uh, from the reports. So the steps for verifying a new business in GMB include a section for filling out your address. And this section was completely missing for a period of time as reported on Twitter by Brendan Magnets and confirmed by Ben Fisher. Uh, addresses apparently were not displaying in GMB as well for already verified businesses. This bug was first reported on March 24th, but as of March 25th, it has reportedly been fixed. So this is a pretty severe uh, situation um, when you can't verify your, your business address. Uh, would have been severe, but Google appears to have acted on it uh, very quickly and things should be back to normal now. Google has announced the broad rollout of a new ad type for hotels known as property promotion ads. These ads show prominently in search results for geographic locations, according to the announcement, and can be seen in both search and in Google Maps. Property promotion ads are different from booking ads in that they are shown to users who have not yet selected a hotel. The intent of these ads is to help hotels target users in searches where the hotel might not normally appear and to make it possible for hotels to capture traffic around events or seasonal spikes, 
or drive awareness for new properties. Property promotion ads are a new ad group type with the hotel campaign selection of Google Ads. Ads may be managed via the Google Ads interface or via API or bulk upload. That's a wrap on this week's updates. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check us out on Brandify.com and the Brandify blog, where you can find more information about the topics we've covered here today. You can also subscribe to the weekly update on your favorite podcast service so you never miss an episode. I'm Dustin Hayes, along with Damian Rawlson, and we'll see you next time on the weekly update.